Hi guys, welcome to Bias Impact Podcast. This is Anna Bias. And today's on today's episode, the theme is signs of an unhealed heart. Um, I wanted to speak about this because I, I know that there's a lot of people that are walking, and I'm talking about people that are in Christ, walking around with hearts that are not healed. Um, and because of that, there's stagnant in their walk. They're not able to walk in full potential and in the purpose that God has for them. And I I also wanted to share a quick testimony on something that I went through uh, really quickly, you know, in a few minutes with you guys. Um, But it's it's I think it's a very important topic to speak about because I think that there's a lot of people also that are not aware that they are not really healed completely. And we're in a season where God is really looking for people that are willing to open up their hearts to him and allow them, allow him to completely heal them from their past. Uh, there's, there's a lot of people that have uh, open wounds still and have not given that to God completely. So what happens is when we close our hearts to God and we don't allow him to work in us, we are not healed. We are not going to walk in the full potential that God has for us. So this is what's happening a lot. Uh, the enemy will use that against you. And, and the majority of the time, we're not aware because the enemy is very subtle. The enemy will use your past against you. He knows what, what, what your weaknesses are and so forth. But before I begin, I want to start off with reading a scripture, and that is Jeremiah 29, 11. A scripture that we all know about um, and it reads like this in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future I also want to read Psalms 139 23 search me O God and know my heart try me and know my anxious thoughts so in Jeremiah 29, 11, God is telling us that he knows the plans that he has for us, right? That his plans for us, and I'm paraphrasing, is to basically, you know, bless us abundantly, to live with him in eternity, to, to uh, give us a future and a hope, you know, life with him is a life that we will never have with anyone else. So he knows the plans that he has for us. He knows that what he has for us is something way bigger than what we think about sometimes at times we can even we cannot even comprehend the plans that he has for us because they're so big and so amazing that we feel like we don't deserve that and to be completely honest we don't we're not worthy of the things that he give us and the love and the mercy and the grace that God shows us on a daily basis why do I say this because we fail God all the time, but God never changes. God continues to be faithful to us. And because he loves us so much, he want us to, to surrender to him completely. And by that, by surrendering to him completely, I mean to pour out our hearts to him every single day. Give him everything, your heart, your hurts, your wounds, things from the past, things from the childhood, things that we went through as a child. You know, sometimes we hide these things so well in our hearts and it is so well hidden 
that we do not allow God to touch it. Not only that, we forget ourselves that we hit that. We forget that there's something, that there's an unresolved issue in our hearts because we hit it so well. Why do we hide our hurts? Why do we hide the wounds, right, from the past? Because they are so painful at times to speak about it, to bring it up again, to even think about it. That we don't want to experience and we don't want to relive that moment. We don't want to speak about it again because we're going to feel hurt because it's going to open up. The wound is going to open up again. It is like if, if, if you have a scar or, or if you fall on the floor and you have a scab on your knees, an example, and you put on a band-aid, right? You're covering it. It's not completely healed. What happens if you remove the band-aid? It's going to hurt again because you're, you're, you're exposing that once again. We don't want to feel that, but because we don't want to feel that, we begin to hide it. We begin to put on a smile in our face that it's not even really us. It's a mask to hide what we really feel inside. So God doesn't want that for us. God wants to heal us. God wants us to give him our hearts completely. Not for us to go to him and say, Lord, you can heal this part of the heart, but don't touch this one. Do not touch. Don't even go in there because it's too painful. And that is something I did before unintentionally. I had no idea that I was doing it. And I'm going to get to that before. Um, I'm going to get to that after I, I explain something about the book of Psalms that I just read. Psalms 139.23 says, search me, O God. Search me. This is something that we as believers must always do. We must always tell God to search our hearts. Because like I said, our hearts are very important. What we feel out of the things that we do is because of what's in our hearts. In other words, so as believers, if we claim to know Christ and we claim to be representatives of Christ and we follow him, we are supposed to be like him, right? We're supposed to think like him. We're supposed to act like him. We're supposed to walk like him because God called us to be like him. He is molding each and every one of us into his character so we can be like him so that others can come to him through us. So if we walk around unhealed, we're not going to be able to, to, to uh, help others with that situation. Because if we're not healed, what are we going to say to others? If we have not forgiven, why? how are we going to tell others to forgive? If we ourselves have not forgiven. Because you cannot give what you don't have. So this is something that the enemy loves to use against us. He knows that if we walk around saying that we are Christians and we're following Christ, but then again, we're, we're not healed, that we're not going to walk in the full potential that he has for us in the purpose, the God given purpose that he has for us. We're not going to be able, there's always going to be a resistance and we need healing each and every day. I say we need healing every day. Why do I say every, every day? You never get to a point where you are completely perfect. 
and you don't need God to heal you anymore and you have gotten to the point where you're perfect. That's not possible because we will never be perfect. Never. The only perfect person is God. We will always fall short of his glory. There are going to be people in our life every day that are going to do something to us, whether it's intentional or unintentional, but it is going to be painful. It's going to be things that are going to hurt us again. So what happens when we get hurt, when we get hurt again? Are we going to hide that wound again? Or are we going to be quick to give it to God to heal? Because God doesn't want us to walk around with a heart that is not healed. He want us to minister to others about the things that we overcame so that they may be delivered. But if we have not received deliverance from, from for us, how are we going to deliver others from the same situation? Because everything that we go through is not for us. It's really, it's, it's yes, it benefits us. Of course we grow, we learn from it, but it's really for others to help others. So Psalms 139 says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Something that we must be telling the Lord every day. Lord, search me, search my heart and let me know if there is anything in there that I have no knowledge of. Bring it to surface. What is that thing that is not pleasing to you? What is that thing that is hurting that I have not allowed you to heal? What Try me and know my anxious thoughts. Bring to surface that thing that worries me. Bring to surface that hurt, that, that offense that that person uh, offended me about. Search my heart. It's something that we need to tell, the, tell God every day. Because at times, we are not even aware ourselves that we need healing. At times, we think and we say that we are healed because we really think that we're healed, but we're not. And how do we know that we're not healed? I'm going to give you the signs. There's many signs, but I'm going to, I just listed a few signs of an unhealed heart. If, if you feel bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, you, you, you think that you have, I'm going to talk about forgiveness now. If you think, and you say that you forgave that person, but when someone brings up a conversation about that person or, or, or the conversation about what that person did to you and you begin to feel angry again or you begin to feel hurt again or, or sad or bitterness or you feel like you want to retaliate or you still feel like you want to take vengeance, you're not healed. If the thoughts of that person still hurt you, you're not healed. And we say that we're healed. That's what happened to me. My father, to make a long story short, if you heard my other episodes in the very beginning, I spoke about my testimony and I'm going to make it very brief. If you have not caught the other test, the other episodes, please do so. Because I speak about who Anna was before Christ, how I grew up. I, my father was never around. He was in and out of jail. So I grew up with a single mother trying to raise two daughters on her own, struggling, struggling. Okay. A mother that never went to school, that doesn't know how to read, doesn't know how to write, struggling on her own. My father was too busy being in jail, in and out of jail. So of course I knew my dad, but he didn't raise us. 
So long story short, he was always in jail. When he finally comes out of so many years, I already had two children. Now I still lack at that moment. I was still lacking a father figure. I was still lacking that love from a father because I didn't have it. So when he finally comes out of jail, I'm an adult with two kids already. He was trying to be my father. He was trying to be that person that he never was when I was little. It was too late. So finally he comes out and he's still not making wise decisions. He is still living a crazy life, not in jail, outside, but still living a crazy life. Long story short, he ends up passing away in 2009 with cirrhosis of the liver. Now he passed away. I still don't have my dad. I thought that I was okay. I thought that I did give that hurt to the Lord. Because I prayed about it a few times. That's the reason why I thought I was healed. The healing process is a process. It's a process. It's nothing short. And it all depends on you. How willing are you to give God that that's in your heart that you have hidden for so long? How willing are you? Are you willing to give it to him every day? Are you willing to allow God to take you back to your childhood or to take you back to that past relationship that hurt you or to take you back to that abuse that you went through with your parents? Are you willing to allow God to take you there? Because in order for God to heal you, he will take you back to your past. Are you willing to endure that process? That's a process. Are you willing to be at his feet crying and sobbing because he just brought up your past? That's healing happening. That's healing happening. So it's really up to us. The process is really up to us. How long is it? It's really up to us. So I thought I gave that to God because I prayed about it a few times. Without realizing that I still needed healing, without realizing that the fact that my father never raised me and the fact that he was always in jail and the fact that when he came out, he still was living the crazy life. And to top it off, he got the nerve to die in 2009. I still didn't have my father. Now you come out and God gives you an opportunity to be my dad and you still don't be my dad and you die. Now I really don't have you. So I'm thinking I was healed until one day I thought about, I remember always trying to avoid thinking or talking about my dad. And one day the Holy Spirit reminded me, oh, the Holy Spirit said to me, why is it that you can't speak about your father? Why are you avoiding it? Why have you not gotten to the cemetery with your family? And it was something for me to reflect on. I was like, wow, why is it that I cannot speak about my dad? Why is it that when my family bring him up, I change the conversation? Why is it that when they decide to go to his tomb, to, to, you know, to the cemetery to see him, I don't go? There's a reason for that. I realized that I wasn't healed. I realized that I was still holding on to resentment. To the fact that he was never there for me. So I, when I realized that I had an issue and that I wasn't healed from that area, I began to seek counseling with my pastor. 
And I spoke to my pastor and I told him everything that I felt and what I went through in my in my past as a child and, and what happened now that my father passed away and how I'm not healed. And I realized that I wasn't healed. The pastor told me to go to the cemetery alone and speak to him and tell him everything I feel. He said, take that moment and tell your father that you forgave him. Tell him that you forgave him. I did. That's when my healing came. When I told, when I went and said, I forgive you for the things that you've done. My healing came then. But it didn't stop there. God continued to bring back my past in prayer. And as I sat at his feet, sobbing and crying hysterically, I could not stop. I knew that that was healing working in me. So I allowed him. I didn't want to walk like that anymore. Because how am I going to tell you to forgive if I can't forgive? And let me tell you something. You don't need the person alive or you don't need to speak to the person and tell them I forgive you. As long as you forgive them from the heart. Another thing one of my mentors said for me to do was to write a list of everyone that had hurt me in the past. Write their names and what they've done. And I did that. But for you to do that, you must be ready again to endure the process. You must be ready with tissue right next to you because you are going to cry like a baby. That's only if you want to be healed. I wrote that and I said out loud, Dad, I forgive you for this. This person, I forgive you for this. This person, I forgive you for this. And listen, it works. It's very therapeutic. It works. It's a process. It's a process. Don't beat yourself up, but open up your heart and allow God to heal you because it's only for your own good. Only for your own good. Why and where do these feelings come from? From our past hurts and disappointments. From the things that we've endured in our past before coming to Christ. And what what happens is that Satan knows this. So he uses the past to keep us in bondage. That's what he does. He wants to keep us in bondage because if you don't forgive, and I'm only speaking about forgiveness now, but there's much more that I want to speak about, not on this episode and the following one, but forgiveness is because something that I was dealing with. God, Satan doesn't want us to forgive. He wants to keep us in bondage. He wants us to stay in prison. The minute you forgive and you allow God to heal your heart, you open up those prison doors for yourself and for the person that you have not forgiven. You don't need to tell the person, I forgive you. The person don't need to go up to you and say, I'm sorry for everything I've done. How about you forgive the person even when they're not sorry? Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Every day you need to forgive. Every day. Because every day someone is going to do something to you. Unintentional or intentional. But are we going to be quick to forgive just like God forgives us? We fail him every day and he forgives us right away. Are we going to show that mercy? Are you willing to endure the process of healing? So you want to walk in the purpose that God has for your life. Are you tired of being stagnant in your walk? Are you tired 
of holding and, and carrying that baggage with you? Are you tired of putting on a smile on your face when you don't even feel happy? God wants to heal you today. Are you allowing him to heal you? And if not, you're not too late. Please open up your heart to God. Create that list of people that have done you wrong. Maybe there's people that you need to ask forgiveness for. Ask God for that. Ask God to search your heart. But do not stay in bondage because that's what Satan wants. Free yourself. Thank you for listening. I pray that this bless your life. I pray that you really open up your heart to God and ask him to search you. To heal your heart. He just wants to heal you because he loves you. God bless you.